Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. I'm very loud. Our favorite actor. Oops. <laughs> and I'm leaving that in. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. Why am I so loud on this? Saw this. It's just this new, uh, the new studios. New Genesis Qua. But uh, you already <laughs> know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Uh, O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nebron James, a.k.a. See you in game one, and then <laughs> end it in game four, because we all know it's going to be a most likely sweep, but we here for no it. janitor. Uh, it's uh, Robert Balmain Jr., uh, Peter Party Starter, nor the God of Summer. Uh. It's getting hot out here, <laughs> a.k.a. who else I is. You already know it's Nanos, Nade Wilson, uh. Nolo. Uh, uh, a roly man. Uh, we're approaching episode 100 here shortly. Hundo. Look for a special edition of the episode. Or a regular episode. <laughs> Tune in to find out. <laughs> it's Joaquin Penny's wife, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya. What is it? I don't know my name. Kayanya. Kayanya. Joy Van Zant. A.K.A. Kai Dolla Sign, A.K.A. Booking Agent K, Fossil Man, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Cool Breeze, The Bocce Chef, The Name Generator, Neon Ember, The FPG, put in the comments if you know what that means, uh, The Bar Technician, King Cycle, The Word Bender, Uncle Homie, Sweet Lady, oh, would, would you, you be my... Sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me like a letter. Huh? A? You said a letter. I said A. Gosh, okay. Have you seen any new movies since the last episode? I have not been to the theater since the last episode, but I wasn't. Al- I apparently wasn't alone in not seeing the solo movie because that <laughs> made regular people movie money. I caught it. I said <laughs> one of those three big movies in May was going to fill the raft, and, and we knew him. <laughs> I predicted it was going to be solo, and it was. <laughs> did, you, did you see what um? Ron Howard tweeted when somebody asked him about it. Uh-uh. When somebody asked him uh, what, about it underperforming. And he was like, yeah, it didn't meet expectations, but it's my personal best. <laughs> He's like, it is? Yep. Dang. 
I think the Da Vinci Code is one of those Da Vinci Code movies, if not the first one that he made the most, I think. I mean, I guess that is true if you think about his movies. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I got me a nice little bag <laughs> off of it. Look, I'm straight. <laughs> All right, so I seen a, or I watched a bunch of movies. And speaking of Solo, let's start with that. Saw that. <sighs> what to say about this movie? I will say that it is. We starting to feel Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> like I, all the bad surrounding with this movie, with the whole production process, shooting the movie, then firing your directors, and having to basically almost reshoot the whole movie. It was going to probably take some toll, and mm-hmm. it kind of showed in the movie. Not necessarily like the movie was whack or anything. It was it was good. It was just, how to explain it? was like a doll version of good. Uh-huh, I guess right. a, it's an entertaining, adventure-filled movie. It's just, you just watching like, <laughs> something about this just doesn't like make this as good as the other ones. Now, mind you. If you if you know if you ever listen to the podcast, I'm talking all to y'all. If you remember <laughs> back in the day where, um, or not back in the day, last year or two years ago when Rogue One came out, I saw it for the first time. I was like, I didn't really like that movie that much. Then I came back and watched it again. I was like, okay, never mind. This movie's it was a great movie, but I'm gonna see Solo again to give it the benefit of the doubt. But I didn't really fall asleep on much of this movie. I did fall asleep. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't fall asleep on that much. So maybe where I fell asleep was through like the movie for a little, little curve, in my opinion. But it just wasn't it wasn't as good as Rogue One, in my opinion. It wasn't good as it's, it's up there with the last Jedi feel, but maybe not even as good as that. But um, um, Alden Enridge or Enrider, whatever his name is, he did a good job in the movie. That's good. He That's, just it was him that I was worried about. He just didn't remind me of Han Solo. I'm like, you just remind me of just some character, just some made up character that got some you somehow had the same name. <laughs> he was good. They just the movie just didn't remind me of a Star Wars movie. When it starts out, they do something um kind of reminiscent of how Star Wars movies start. But you're like, this is a bland. It's like if y'all gonna not do this, don't even attempt to come close <laughs> to doing it. And you'll know what I'm talking about when you see the like I'm literally the very beginning. And then um Donald Glover, he did cool as Lando. Um, Amelia Clark, she was cool as Kira. Woody Harrell, everybody was cool. There was some characters, some actors in the movie that was in the movie for a much shorter time than I expected them to be. And there was a very surprise cameo that might have easily been spoiled if you didn't go anywhere online that was in the movie. That was surprising. I was like, huh? (laughs) So that was pretty cool. And it's interesting to see if that leads to anything else. But when they're talking about sequels for this movie, you you can throw that out of the window. (laughs) So get get that out your head. Uh, Let me see some notes. Uh, Without spoiling it, uh, how they come up with the solo last name is so lazy. They shouldn't have did that. I, I was under the assumption that was his real last name. I didn't know it was made up. That's what I thought. But when you see it, it's a very lazy. Um, yeah, John Favreau was cool when he was in the movie. Of course, once again, the scene still. He was in that. Mm-hmm, as Rio or whatever that little uh, four-legged thing his name is. Um, of course, once again, one of the scene stillers is the android played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Bridge Waller, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. her name is. She plays L3-something-something-something. Some, some, some. 
She was funny. Um, it's always got to be one of the droids. Yeah. Or- Which makes me mad because like, this would have been the perfect movie for Phil Lord and Chris Miller to make. Mind you, that's probably why I'm, I'm kind of like not 100% sold on this movie because I'm still uh, mad that they end up getting fired because I really wanted to see what they was going to do with this. I thought Chewie and Han were going to have funnier <clears throat> conversations. No, they really didn't. This is when, because I, mean, I was reading a review saying that uh, Lord and Miller, they were going to kind of make this like Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, yeah. This would have been uh, th- that little interaction would have been something I could see them doing like with Groot and Rocket or Groot with anybody. Yeah, I definitely could have seen that. And this this would have had the perfect setup. Mm-hmm. They would have wrote it funny. They would have wrote it similar. I believe they would have wrote it good, as good or close to or better than what James Gunn did with um, Guardians of the Galaxy. That So that dynamic would have been better if they would have did the movie. I was disappointed how they their camaraderie was there was cool but it wasn't there was plenty of setups where it could have been funnier and it wasn't um like i said there's plenty of action just the action is like a dull down version of it. it's it's a bunch is there it's just like could have done better um i said it's by a cameo blah 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 <clears throat> all in all like i said it's a good movie it's entertaining it's fun to watch but at like a very bland level and I feel like I need two viewing experiences to really see it. But I really believe this Star Wars fatigue is kicking in. Because back in the day, you used to get like one every two to three years. And we were uh-huh. safe. We was good. Then they took a long break. Then they took another long break. And everybody came out in droves. Now that we're getting one every year. And Last Jedi was 50-50, even though it got a super high Rotten Tomato yes. score. And you ask some people, it's their favorite Star Wars movie. Then you ask others, it's their least favorite. That's crazy. I ain't never seen a movie made like that. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how crazy that movie was. And now and this then, one. Yeah, and then when you see that movie, you really can see why it's like that. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> like, this could either be your favorite or your least favorite. I see both sides. It got some of my favorite scenes and some of my least favorite scenes uh-huh. in it. That's why I can't be mad at either side. Nope. I can't be like, you overreacting. <laughs> like, you tripping. And I can't be like, you overreacting. <laughs> Yeah, calm you down. say it's whack, I ain't gonna be like. That's your opinion, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's whack, but I ain't. All your arguments is very yeah, correct. Like that scene is trash. <laughs> but uh, and then with this one making under a hundred million, making less than Ju- Justice League made. It's oh, a- <laughs> see, when you say it like that, that's what makes it feel worse. That's sad when uh, articles are written saying Solo <laughs> makes less than Justice League. That's Justice pitiful. League? That's still a diss on DC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that ain't a diss on Han Solo for making love. That's a diss uh-huh. on you for making that little. Hey, so well, I, I don't know whose idea was it to put these three movies this close together. There's a June. There's a July. There's even an August. Yeah, there's they, a November. They really did. Uh, <laughs> so now what's even left? Yeah, there's really nothing else to come out this year. Aquaman Ant-Man is later. Yep. That. Aquaman. I can't even count that as in one of them because <laughs> yeah. of the way D, DC is. I would put Aquaman in That's the a fringe. <laughs> I put that in a level like when Will Smith used to throw you a summer movie every year, but it ain't like necessarily his big Men in Black, sir. It's like I Am Legend. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like a uh, I Robot. <laughs> oh man, but uh, what? Oh. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, Solo, you just gotta see it and. Once you see it, either you'll like it or you'll have that feeling where it's hard to explain. But when you watch it, you're like, nah, this just ain't it. So maybe maybe it's time to cut out these uh, Star Wars standalone stories after the Boba Fett movie. No, that they, they got ahead of themselves and said, let's do this Boba Fett movie. Right, because I would like to see, a, I would rather see a Obi-Wan 
spinoff than Boba Fett. That's just me personally. But maybe it's time to chill him out. Maybe we do like, you know, every couple years instead of always throwing these Star Wars movies out. But Disney, like, <laughs> nah, we want this money. <laughs> I want to see a Boba Fett movie directed by Ryan Coogler starring Michael B. Yeah, because you, you want Michael B.'s face to be hidden. Uh, that's... Uh, yeah, that should be the reason. You, that's no, why you don't want to see You, because you don't want to uh, be in the theater all hot and bothered. No. you like, I'd rather the face be hidden so I have a reason uh, to say, I like the movie and his face was hidden. Uh, Anyways, going on to my Blu-ray marathon, I watched a film by the name of While We're Young starring Ben Stiller and Adam Driver. It's a good little movie, you know. I bought I it. About that movie, it's one of those movies I I forget I have. And if push came to shove and I needed to sell it, I would. But it's an enjoyable movie about you know being old and hanging out with the young people, trying to touch that younger side of yourself. So it's cool. It's a nice little dramedy. Then I watched Neighbors. <laughs> you can tell a movie is funny when it stands the test of time and uh-huh. years, and it is still hilarious as if you just watched it the first <laughs> time. The scene where. Um, Seth MacFarlane, oh, Seth MacFarlane, Seth Rogen's character, when they're going on and on about Teddy and other people at the frat, and he goes, and then we go, boom, you're dead, Teddy's dead, Teddy's dead. <laughs> he wowed out, that gun joke was hilarious, the little milk me scene was oh, hilarious, yeah, yeah. the scene where they go, <laughs> where they ask Ike Barinho's character, what gets frat boys kicked out of school the most? And he goes, Ray. <laughs> that scene is hilarious. He was hilarious throughout the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, Seth Rogen was hilarious. Rose Byrne was hilarious. Zach Efron was hilarious. That cast was crazy. Uh, was crazy good when you go mm-hmm. back and think about them. Gerard, uh, Gerard Carmichael, um, Christopher Mintz-Plas, Dave Franco. That's just a great cast from top to bottom, and it's a hilarious movie. So it's definitely one of the funniest movies I've seen. In my entire life, and you could tell because it's still funny. All right, next up, we go. I watched the movie I like to call torture slash racism porn, and that's called Detroit. Because <laughs> for an hour of that movie, it's just torture and racism to the highest level, just for really no reason, just to make this movie about two, almost two and a half hours long. But um, what's his name? Will Poulter. He's still good in this movie, even though he was pure evil. John Boyega was, you know, Uncle Tom at his finest, and it <laughs> almost backfired on him. But uh, Johnny B, have you got to uh, on Thirteen Reasons Why where the old uh, little weird little photography dude that he when he shaved his head? Nah, okay. Nah, I just I just let you know when he shaves his head, he looks like Will Poulter. <laughs> um, let's see. Next, I watched or continue my Blu-ray marathon. I watched a film by the name of The Judge, starring Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I forgot. I really forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. I was watching that in the barbershop one day. <laughs> I was just going on a streak of like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this little low-budget, forgotten-about movie. But even though when it came out, I didn't really care to see it. I only saw it because Robert Downey Jr. was in it. When you watch it, he's typical Robert Downey Jr. in the movie, and it's a nice little uh, little uh, court drama. But Robert Downey Jr. is able to car- carry it with his great acting and good on-screen personality, so it's still enjoyable. Next up, continue the Blu-ray marathon. Watched a film by the name of The Conjuring. That movie is still one of my favorite horror movies. Behind it follows Insidious. Like you can switch all those, or on any given day, the order of those movies will probably switch for me. But it doesn't matter because they're still great. The Conjuring is one of those slow burners, but it has that perfect. 
tempo when it comes to those slow build into like the crazy third act where I forgot more that third act is more hectic than I thought it was just mm-hmm. compared to Conjuring 2 which is nonstop just stuff going on yeah. it's, it's just different but that's definitely one of my favorite horror movies also continuing my Blu-ray marathon watched another film people probably forget about called Begin Again with Karen Knightley uh, Adam Levine Mark Ruffalo James Corden it's a nice little musical comedy, even though it's not a musical. Uh, Keira Knightley did a great job. Mark Ruffalo, they all did great. Even though I didn't know the director of this movie was care- killing Keira Knightley after this movie came out, saying she can't act. She sucked in this movie. <laughs> Dang. Kept referring to her as a model who can't act, even though <laughs> she's been acting for a majority of her young life. Right. So I don't know why he just considers her a model. Dang. But then, of course, he apologized. Like, no, you was rattling off in multiple yeah. interviews that she stunk. In this movie. I wonder what happened. Right. Like, she doesn't do a bad job in the movie. She even learned how to basically sing and play the guitar for this role. So, I don't know what he was complaining about. So, I still enjoy that movie. And then, last but not least, once again, went back and saw Deadpool 2 for the second time. Still can't determine which one is my favorite, the first or the second one, but this one is still hilarious. So many different funny moments. Great action. Just an all-around enjoyable movie. Ryan Reynolds killed it. As Wade Wilson and Deadpool once again. I mean, ain't nothing more to say besides what we said last episode. So, mm-hmm. can't wait to get that when it comes out. And, of course, like I said, I've been on a streak of not listening to the past episodes. So <laughs> I'm on a 90-something episode streak <laughs> of that. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe I'm just going to wait till I finish these two, I think, two years behind... Uh, uh, one of those reflective episodes. That cracks me. I can't wait to hear those. What's that? Just them was the episodes I want to hear. No, I just, I'm gonna do them. They go. <laughs> they gonna feel real. Like, dang, I don't ever remember yeah. saying that. Because when we when we went back and found the origin of whatever we was looking at, that felt crazy. Yeah, so it's gonna feel real wild. But all right, so we'll start. Uh, you got or you got a game or something before we jump in? Not this week. All right, so I'll go into this. I'll name this bracket later for the next. Uh, person that's going to be in this and this week's person is Alden whatever his name is so let me look up his <laughs> movies I'm pretty sure even though we I think we looked it up last episode and he had way more movies than I thought oh yeah we did and this week it is his uh, worst movie oh well <laughs> uh, let's see Pull up his filmography. You know, I'm pretty sure we ain't seen a bunch of these. All right. So let's start with. Have, have you, did you see Beautiful Creatures? I've seen some of it. I listened to a podcast about that, so I know, All right. I know a good amount. So Beautiful Creatures or Stoker? Which one is worse? I kind of liked Stoker, so Beautiful Creatures. All right. Did you ever see Blue Jasmine? Nah. Yeah, I never got around to it. All right. Beautiful Creatures or. I seen Hell Caesar, so I didn't like Hell Caesar that much, but I ain't see Blue Creatures. I said it both whack, so that's a toss up. It don't matter to me which one. <laughs> uh, I guess we can go with Beautiful Creatures. Because yeah. I think, didn't people, some people like Hell Caesar? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, Beautiful Creatures. Because nobody liked that. <laughs> it won a bunch of awards, or was at least nominated. And then, all right, didn't see Rules Apply. I don't know what the Yellow Birds is. And then Solo Star Wars Story. So, oh, well, Beautiful Creatures. Yep, Beautiful Creatures <laughs> is moving on. That's going to be a tough one. I yeah, know. I don't like Emmy Ronson. <laughs> uh, all right, so Alton. 
let me how you pronounce his brother's name? In Enric. Enric. It's like a ite. I know that, that that sound effect comes at the I end. Oh, an Enright? Enright? Enric? And I ain't about to pull up no interview to see. Yep, nope. I I watched the the one or a couple interviews where he was on uh Ellen with Donald Glover. Oh yeah, so he got a weird energy. <laughs> <laughs> him and Donald Glover together. It was interesting. I was, I was, I like watching Amelia Clark's interviews because she got some sort of hidden uh, energy. Yeah. And she's always super excited. <laughs> she had watched when she was on Graham Norton with Matt LeBlanc, and she asked him, uh, "Can you ask me how I'm doing?" <laughs> I'm like, I know he's he's sick of people asking him that. I got gray hairs now. <laughs> Grown. <laughs> got grandchildren. All right, so let's jump into some topics for this episode. Just mentioned Donald Glover a second ago. Rumor has it that he a false rumor <laughs> that Ryan Coogler is trying to get him in Black Panther two, possibly as a villain. Also, they're saying Michael B. Jordan might be returning in <laughs> Black Panther two. So, first up, if they do bring Michael B. back, how are they going? What are they going to do with Killmonger's character? How are they going to introduce that or? What are they going to Because we all know he dead. Yeah. But, so, so. but but Thanos, you know, yeah. the whole Thanos scenario. Oh, yeah. They're probably going to find the seven Dragon Balls and wish him back, <laughs> and then he's going to be an even more powerful villain or that something like that. That is what they should have did with the Infinity Stones. <laughs> they, if they would have did this right, he'd have snapped, Thanos snapped his fingers, the Infinity Stone. he kills all, you know, half the universe, the Infinity Stones go Scatter. elsewhere, and then <laughs> they redo it over the next phase. They try to find... Yeah, each movie is like <laughs> episode of Dragon Ball. Uh-huh, even though that's kind of what they did this past two or three phases or whatever. Oh, yeah. but I don't care. That's how you expand it. Then you bring Josh Brolin back <laughs> 10 years from now. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be funny. All right. All right, so you said they're going to get the seven Dragon Balls and bring them back to life? They're going to have somebody do something. Donald Glover character is going to play some sort of bad guy where he can make potions or something. He brings back Killmonger to life. Okay, see, I think, I think the most logical, if the the one that would make me the least mad, is if like when, um, T'Challa or something is in that little, that little soul area that where he sees his dad, his dead dad. Oh yeah, and he sees like that's where he sees a uh, Killmonger come talk to him like a vision of some sorts, like. He's like, "Yo, Killmonger, I tried to open up the the world to and share our stuff with." The share what Wakanda has going on, and you know he's feeling a little like maybe that was a bad decision. And then Killmonger and his all military nonsense starts spewing why it's right or something like that. You know, just a quick little three minute cameo, yeah. something light. But if they try to bring him back, like bring him back, that would be <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, that it, defeats the purpose of the first one, right? I mean, unless in Avengers Four, you know, they somehow right all the wrongs of people dying, and he's one of the people that gets brought back through. Right. What's it called? Because luckily I'm relieved. I know that ATJ is back. Okay. I'm telling you, they are doing that as a deleted scene. You're going to be you, mad. You're going to be sitting in Avengers 4 like, where is Quick, or I'm sorry, Pedro They know Maximoff. That, they know that was a waste of somebody that has the the look of a superhero, and here's a chance to bring him back. If they bring him back, he better make more appearances in movies. I hope so. Gave him a spinoff. Okay. Quicksilver. And- <laughs> He's he going to be speaking in that fluent uh, accent while... <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen got done, or she got her little Americanized accent right. now, so that'll be funny. That's pretty weird they did that. All right, next question I have. 
So Nate Moore, the producer of Black Panther, he tried to talk the Infinity War directors, uh, Joe and what's the other one's name? Anytime somebody else forgets something, it makes me. <laughs> what is his first? Is one of them even named Joe? Joe Russo don't sound right. Yeah, Russos. Yeah, the Russo brothers. <laughs> he tried to talk them out of killing T'Challa in Infinity War. I don't know why. <laughs> Should they have rethunk it? No, because we know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, his whole thing was, dang, this is such a big character, blah blah blah, and it's gonna be big, but. In their defense, they didn't know this Black Panther was going to be huge. They even admitted that they would have done his death a little differently if they knew how Black Panther was going to be such a big, monumental movie and character. They would have put you know a little more emphasis. They probably would have Spider-Manned it up, and he would have been talking and uh, <laughs> rolling around before he <laughs> blew that away was, in the wind. <laughs> so, but I don't it, know who he would have been saying that stuff to. He'd have been crawling, talking to Koye or whatever, like, no, we're going to be okay. Gonna, they yeah. could have went back and just added one little piece. <laughs> His death really just did come like that. Yeah, they it, was, cheated. it was super fast. It was just <laughs> as fast as uh, everybody Falcon and all them. Yeah, Falcon, he could just blow away. Anybody got? They nobody need no speech. <laughs> they treated uh, Spider Man as if he had the highest grossing movie domestically of all time. Mm-hmm. The way he was acting up a storm. <laughs> when I when I looked at the exact minutes that some of them heroes were in this movie, I was shocked. It's slow. <laughs> I was like, Captain America was in this movie for six minutes. Mm-hmm. It's very small. <laughs> it's crazy. If you go back and look at all the Avengers movies and you see like the amount of screen time they all have, it's very low. I that saw weird. Thor was in one of them for like 15 total minutes. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> but you just can't tell because there's just so yeah. much going on. And they're in different scenes. So it feels like they're in a bunch. But all together, mm-hmm. they really don't be in there that much. The one with the most screen time, of course, was Thanos. Mm-hmm. Then Gamora, I believe. She must have got most of that from that little soul where yeah. uh, getting soul stone. <laughs> I feel like Thor was in there. Yeah, then it was, then it was like Thor. Then I think like the rest of the Guardians. Are, no. No, it was, then it was uh, Iron Man. Oh, he wasn't there a lot. And the rest of the Guardians. We know Benedict Wong wasn't in there that much. <laughs> had Two a, hot minutes. Had to find him a reason to leave. <laughs> that'd be That's crazy. Like, uh, I'm going to go guard this place. They're reasoning to get rid of the sidekicks out the movie. Go do this. <laughs> yeah, I got right. to go watch this uh, world or this little <laughs> this place is Doctor Strange gone. Um, all right, so... So you're saying you wouldn't have killed him a different way? You would have just did it the same? Yeah. Uh, maybe I would have added a little extra thing for him to say before he, like Wakanda forever, and then he disappears. <laughs> but you would have definitely killed him? Yeah. You got to. That ain't fair to just keep him alive. Or keep him He's dying in one of them. You just pick which one he's going to die in. Yeah, he ain't trying to be racist. Yeah. All right. So to end it off with, are you, you ain't trying to see Donald Glover in Black Panther 2? Obviously, I'll take it. I prefer not to since he's already in the MCU. <laughs> Ain't like he played. He was in a Sony movie or nothing. Y'all just got to wait around until y'all decide what to do with him in a Spider-Man movie. I mean, speaking of this new topic, he might be a part of the Sinister Six. Sinister Six. So, Oh, yeah, he really will. If they, <laughs> um, I was reading this on ScreenRant.com. They was casting the Sinister Six with their little choices. So I'm going to read these to you, and you tell me if you... With them or not, of course, you got the the regular or the people already established, like most likely Jake Gyllenhaal going to play Mysterio. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton is Vulture. That one guy who I don't remember his name and I'm not pressing the back button to figure it out who's going to pl- who would play uh, Scorpion or whatever. Um, all right. So first up, 
Doc Ock, they're saying Jeffrey Wright. I mean, guess I ain't like bad. He got glasses. He just black. <laughs> yeah, that's what, <laughs> the black. Is that all right? Because we know they're gonna change the race of one of them. Mm-hmm. Is that the one I? Nah, that make me nerd. No, nah, that's that's fine. He's a good enough actor. He looked like a doctor. He always, I feel like he always plays that he type really of role. Did. He always played glasses low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring something out, looking at you like he's you look stupid. Uh, All right, so we cool with uh, Jeffrey Wright. Next, Craven the Hunter, Pedro Pascal. I can't remember what he looked like. You know, just like a typical. Typical uh, <laughs> I guess that's fine I can't remember I don't know exactly His acting abilities uh, What did he do um, I've, He's been in stuff out for, for one I have a feeling That he's playing um, Scarface In the new Scarface movie That refuses to get off the ground I think it was Who was the person They originally had It was play Scarface Diego Luna Yeah I think it was is, is he still doing it He might still be It's one of them all right, this guy is going to be an Equalizer too. He's going to be in Wonder Woman too. But what oh, he, well then he's not doing. He, he was, got time. Oh, uh, he played Pablo Escobar, of course, at Narcos, I believe. Oh, he got him playing all the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was in Game of Thrones. He was. Oh yeah, he was whiskey in the this post this past Kingsman, which was real. He did a good job in that. Let me make sure I'm not being racist and just saying he played Pablo. Oh no, he played uh, somebody by the name of Javier Pena. <laughs> <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> I mean, he could have played Pablo Escobar. He was in the Adjustment Bureau, uh, The Great Wall. So yeah, basically, you only really know him if you watch Game of Thrones or you watch Narcos. Yeah. So you ride with him for Craven the Hunter. I guess that's not my number one preference. A lot of people said Gerard Butler for Craven. I mean, Gerard Butler did good in Den of Thieves, so he's on a win streak, I guess. But uh, <laughs> even though that movie didn't. Yeah, movie, movie warranted a sequel, I guess, which is unnecessary. Yeah, that feels crazy. But okay. All right, next up for Green Goblin, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> he fought Green, Green Goblin in two Spider-Man. They know that's three of them. That's, they know that's too much of a distraction. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting, but nah. All right, so no for Toby. Dang, Toby was like, I'm just trying to get some rolls. <laughs> No, oh, Charlie's bars. <laughs> that was unbelievably whack. I'm just trying to get some rose. That's a uh, bar for you. That is a bar. I would have said, I'm just trying to get some rose. Sumo wrestler. That was whack. That was fire. That was whack. All right, let me move on from that stench. All right, and then. <laughs> Yeah, don't, I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, I had a bar. It was probably whack. So for Venom, you guessed it, Tom Hardy. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would hope they would carry it over to. <laughs> what if Tom Hardy not only sucks as Venom, but the movie sucks? Should they still keep him? They may have to ignore Venom for a little <laughs> bit. Is Venom even in the Sinister Six? I don't see. Like, I don't know nothing. I feel like I, really, I, know, I know, but I don't. I feel like he ain't in it. Right. But then, if y'all bring Tom Hardy's Venom over, y'all would have to unfortunately possibly bring over Woody Harrelson's Carnage. He he just recently said he's in a very little bit of Venom, and but he'd be in the sequel. 
These are basically solidifying, yes, I am Carnage. He also had a very... (laughs) When he was on Ellen, Ellen asked him what what Solo was about. Oh, he read the synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't trying to spoil this movie. (laughs) And then then when they had Donald Glover and Alden on there, they had to actually say what it was about. Yeah, it's about a... That was funny. He's like, you know, you get to see how he uh, became... Yeah, they were struggling. (laughs) Yes. Like, what is this movie about? It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> All right. So next one, Chameleon. Somebody by the name of Zan McCarnan. He looked like he would play an Indian in a movie with Indians. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, I don't know you. I'm not greatly familiar with the character. He apparently he was in Westworld and Fargo season two. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Next we got Electro. They're saying it should be played by. Constance Wu, who is uh, somebody who's going to be in Crazy Rich Aliens. Oh, that was racist. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> Ain't Constance Wu a woman? <laughs> yes. Oh, I know who that is. No. You're yeah, fresh off the boat. It, you know how crazy that would look. <laughs> crazy Rich Aliens. How'd they get that? <laughs> how did they get that to pop to the head? You know who could play Electro? Let me see what their reason this was. Woman. She would take it in a completely different direction as Francine Fry re- reimagining the character in a new way that can help avoid a feeling of repetition and fatigue. We've seen the character one time. Y'all, we really didn't like it. And he was black. So go back to what it was. <laughs> They're like, all right, since this dude blue, we can just make him whatever. They can make him a girl. Oh, man. All right, and then for Lizard, they got David Harbour. I believe that's how you pronounce his name from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, big head. Yeah, and going to be uh, Hellboy in the new Hellboy movie. So, no to that. <laughs> Not that I, I don't mind him, but he yeah. already got something. Yeah, all right. Here's the last but not least. Rhino. Okay. You, you, can you guess who they put? Paul Giamatti? Nope. Think bigger, as in physique-wise. It's like they want him to do... <laughs> John Cena? Yep. <laughs> it's like they just want to do a practical effects Rhino. <laughs> like, just put a little... Uh, Little rhinoceros, little thing on his face, oh, and man. so you riding with John Cena as Rhino. I want John Cena to play something. <laughs> I think he'd be good as it. I only right. said Paul Giamatti because yeah, he, he didn't was, get his opportunity. <laughs> he was like, "Gosh darn it!" <laughs> Dang, I feel they might as well have Shailene Woodley me and cut me out the movie. <laughs> Who could Shailene Woodley play? Because she never made her appearance. <laughs> they some haters. I mean, it was, it was they should have never had her in the movie to begin with. That is. Crazy. Yeah, at least put her on the deleted scenes. They need to release that, re-release that movie on Blu-ray. Put the deleted scenes out with her playing Mary Jane, so we can see what they were going to attempt. Oh man! I don't know how they were going to throw that in the movie to begin with. Kiersey Clemens said on Conan, she claims she's still in Flash. I right, fam. <laughs> we <laughs> don't even a Flash movie. I'm about to say yet. we don't even know if that vo- movie exists. So let's just chill. All right. So all in all, are you riding with their cast as Sinister Six or? Too many no's. Some. Nah, I, 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 don't, I don't want those because <laughs> that Constance Woo and some of them other ones. Uh, speaking of cast, have you seen who they uh, surrounded in the It Chapter 2? Who they surrounded uh, Matt Damon and Jessica Jastain and Bill Hader with? I knew that was coming. Surround them with just whoever else. Bunch of <laughs> C-level, D-level names. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. That better mean they ain't in it that long. Yeah, they, at, least, at least they got the three main people big. Yeah, that's what they needed to do. And I for, I completely forgot that the fat boy gets all in shape as he gets older. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's like, sticking to that. 
Yeah, that's why they kept saying uh, Chris Pratt should have played him. I mean, Chris Pratt ain't that uh, not anymore. Skinny himself nowadays. <laughs> Still a talented actor, but you can tell he's like, hey, it was hard to get <laughs> in shape. For Y'all guy. saw how I was built. That was my actual build. Yeah, and I'm famous now, so it don't say something. No more. <laughs> I can do any movie. Uh, all right, moving on to a troubled franchise, Transformers. So I'm tired of hearing about Transformers. Forcing <laughs> stuff. Transformers Seven, or technically Six, if you don't count Bumblebee as Transformers Six. <laughs> They're just all just a regular Transformers movie has been pulled from the schedule in 2019. So I can mean the friend. They can mean they reboot it. The franchise is done or whatnot. But we all know Bumblebee comes out at the end of this year in like December, I believe. So, is the franchise done for a while after Bumblebee this year, or are they waiting to see what to do after Bumblebee? You know, maybe make a reboot or if Bumblebee, do a bunch of Bumblebee sequels. If Bumblebee does well, they kicking into overdrive. They setting up the Bumblebee sequel. They setting up some another spinoff and a new Transformers movie. <sighs> That's what my guess is. All right, so if the Bumblebee movie is not a success, then what's the route they going to go? That's Transformers reboot. They still go, they still gonna tempt something. <laughs> let me read. Let me pull up the uh, the movies that Hasbro, I believe, has in the works. The Hasbro universe. Uh, I got the brats. All right. So hold on. Let me pull up this link. <laughs> what happens when you get random texts? <laughs> like, yeah, I got them. <laughs> Can I click the link? Dang, this new phone acting up. All right, so Hasbro, where are those movies that they got in works right now? Uh, All right, so they got another GI Joe film in the works that's coming out apparently in 2020. Micronauts, 2020. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my gosh! In 2021. <laughs> so just to give you, that's just to let you know where that franchise that's running, uh, Transformers has going on right now. So they also Hasbro also has Power Rangers now. Yeah, I, ra- I would rather see another Power Rangers movie than any of those other movies. I want to know how that deal happened. Probably slid them like a fifty dollar under the table and kept <laughs> pushing. Um. All right. So you said if Bumblebee is successful. They throwing out a bunch more Transformers movies. Definitely. But if it's not, they just gonna reboot it. Now, if they reboot it, how long is it gonna take them to reboot it? I say when Bumblebee come out. It comes out this year, like December. December. Top of twenty. Top. End of. This it's gonna come out December, uh, twenty twenty one. It's my <laughs> it's my prediction. They are gonna do one of them quick turnarounds. <laughs> All right, is, is Michael Bay going to direct it again? Yep. <laughs> I feel like after everyone, he says, I'm done directing these movies. You're like, you want to direct again? Like, yeah. sure, I can't turn down a smash fest like this. <laughs> Big check. I'm, they need to take a break from these. I don't even they care really if do. Bumblebee is successful. The last Transformer was so disappointing. They got worse and worse. That is crazy. Like, the third one don't even stand up for me anymore. Like, the end is crazy just because it's action-packed. But story-wise, even Shia couldn't carry that. That's crazy. And then we all know the second one wasn't that good because it was just whack. The first one was, like, the only really good one. Got a young Anthony Anderson or uh-huh. younger Anthony Anderson. <laughs> I was rewatching that re- or parts of it recently. I for- there was a bunch of people in there I forgot were actually in it. Uh-huh. Like, they had a, l- a lot of side roles in here. Oh, the 
good movie. But um, yeah, I'm, I don't care. Like I said, I don't care if Bumblebee is successful. I don't care if it's not successful. I don't want no more Transformers movies for a while. Yeah, I'm good. Try something else. Swing at the, I mean, I don't want no Micronauts movie, but fail with a bunch of other yeah, these properties. Yeah, try some of these. Try dip your toe in a couple different yeah. one of these. And then maybe we'll be thankful for uh, Transformers after all. Yeah, like, all right, bring Transformers back. <laughs> but y'all really don't have to force yourselves to do all these movies. Yeah. Because like, who's going to star in Micronauts? <laughs> who's nope. going to star in all these different movies y'all got? Who's gonna- a bunch of young kids. They're going to turn Micronauts into uh, monster trucks. It's going to be something <laughs> whack like that. <laughs> Who... Who was set for Dungeons and Dragons? Back in the day, I would have said Ansel. That's who. That's <laughs> I, for some reason in my head, that's who is attached to it. Let me type it in because I know it's some white boy. Dungeons. Ansel would have been perfect for Dungeons and Dragons. Like that, if we want to see Goofy Ansel back, yeah. put him in Dungeons and Dragons. Ain't nobody trying to see that. Uh, all right, so Dungeons and Dragons. We're gonna. There was already a Dungeons and Dragons movie in 2000? Uh-huh, with Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans, you done done some weird movies. I was watching him and uh, Jay Farrell and dropped a mic. Oh, yeah, I thought about watching that. Then I realized I really don't like that show. I hate that show. It's so corny <laughs> to me. Theirs was funny because it seemed like they was getting serious with it. But then they turned right around and it was uh, that one dude who was on Champs vs. Stars. Like the gay ski and snowboarder dude oh, yeah. going against Lindsey Vaughn. And, oh, my gosh. And theirs was cringeworthy. All right, can I? Can y'all please tell me the star of Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons. If I can't find it on this article, I'm done, and I'm just gonna assume it's Ansel. <laughs> I know it's you, Ansel. <laughs> like you can't hide for long. Yep, can't find it. All right, I'm just gonna assume it's Ansel. <laughs> All right, Ansel starring in this new Dungeons and Dragons movie. All right, moving on to Wonder Woman two. Now they done registered a bunch of. No, y'all did not. <laughs> uh, I hate when people be pulling links down. <laughs> y'all not going to get me. I wonder, because apparently Wonder Woman 2 done registered a bunch of domain names, Uh-oh. which was giving you hints at what the movie might be called. And they done took the website or the, the article down, and I can't remember what some of the names were. That's yeah, crazy. I know a bunch of them had to do with 1980-something. Uh, let's see. All right, All right found. So, all right, you go. All right, so here I'm about to just read off a bunch of domain names that they registered, so that could possibly be hinting at uh, what the title could be. All right, now I'm gonna name them one by one, and you tell me if you like it or not. All right, first one: Wonder Woman 1980. Nope. Wonder Woman 1981. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1982. <sighs> nope. Wonder Woman 1983. No. Wonder Woman 1984. No. All right, here's a good one. Wonder Woman 1985. Yeah, that's a no. All right, you'll probably like this one. Wonder Woman 1986. If the, if they put out Wonder Woman 2, 1986, <laughs> you know how whack that would look? <laughs> Too no. many numbers. All right, how about this one? Wonder Woman 1987. They need to stop. Nope. All right, Wonder Woman 1988. Nope. All right, you should like this one. Wonder Woman 1989. Nah. Okay, if you don't like numbers, what about Wonder Woman Arrives? That sounds super whack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wonder Woman versus Cheetah. They, they know better. What about Wonder Woman colon Cheetah? Because they just registered WonderWomanCheetah.com. I'm just, I'm, I'm just guessing what the uh, ideas might be. That's a no, too. Wonder Woman lives. No. Did that she, sounds corny. Did she die? <laughs> Where was I at? Can they make Superman lives? Probably. Or trying to? (laughs) 
All right, what about Wonder Woman Minerva? I don't even know what that word means. That sounds like something they would do. That sounds whack. <laughs> Wonder Woman Part 2. That's better than the, all the other ones. <laughs> okay, Wonder Woman Part Numerical 2. See, just <laughs> no. Wonder Woman Returns. That's crazy. That sounds crazy for some reason. No. All right, my favorite. Wonder Woman Rises. <laughs> you got to throw Rises after and everything. Every- rises, Evolution. <laughs> Dark something. <Yeah. laughs> Dang. That is a no. Wonder Woman Rises. Yeah. Wonder Woman Evolution should be the name of it. Oh, man. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. Or just Wonder Woman 2. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> or Wonder Woman, because since this was supposed to take place at the tail end of Cold, the Cold War. Cold Wonder War. Woman Cold War. Instead of the years that was, yeah, <laughs> instead of the that, 1980s. That was crazy, because what if someone took place in like the 80, or 1980, <laughs> but this was called 1986. <laughs> like the big battle that takes place in 1986. We wanted just to clue in on that. <laughs> uh, they whack. <laughs> All right, so you're not feeling most of those titles? Nah. All right, well. We're going to see come November 1st, 2019, when what's going to be going on with this movie. Remember, Kirsten or Kristen Wiig is going to be playing the villain. Yep. I was reading somewhere where they was like describing her cheetah outfit. I don't know why. I literally thought she was just going to be wearing some cheetah print. That's what it <laughs> Dressed like a legit cheetah. <laughs> well, thank goodness it's going to be more grounded as the... That's everybody's favorite world in the superhero world now. Uh-huh. It's going to be grounded. I don't. Sometimes I don't want grounded. Yeah, I want ridiculous. Like Venom, I wanted the big crazy eyes, which they probably heard the outcry. Y'all got a chance to go back and fix them. They should let Chris Morgan write. That's the dude who writes Fast and the Furious movies, right? Uh-huh. Let him write a superhero movie. He'll show you how to make it legit. Like, you put it straight he, from the comic book. What would be a good superhero, <laughs> <laughs> what be a good superhero movie for him to do? He, I'm surprised nobody has asked him to do one yet. DC, they should do it. Like they done tried to be grounded so much, they haven't found the yeah, middle ground. So they might get as well him go wild. Uh, ben Schwartz from all kind of comedy stuff, Parks and Rec, and uh, whatever that show with Don Cheetah was. He do all kind of improv. He said he wanted to play Plastic Man, <laughs> and for DC, terrible. Get Chris Morgan to write it. <laughs> that just sounds wild. Or get him if. If Deadpool wasn't already done by the good people that do him, Chris Morgan could have wrote the action for it. He could have. I got some ideas. Y'all want to go super big budget for the alleged third one that may or may not happen? What could he do? I want him to do a Marvel one, something wild. All right, try to think of one Marvel and one DC movie he could do. He could do Ant-Man, a third Ant-Man movie. He really could. And make that wild. It's already wild enough. And then a DC. Let him do a Batman movie with all the characters he wants to use. I can Joker, see. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was he should do something. I'm really surprised now I think about that. They have not asked him because he, he knows. For, I would say for one, he should be cocky. 
all his movies make a billion. No, like that I write movies. Great. I write billion dollar movies. Yeah. I started out slow with the the bow wows of the world. Yeah, I didn't start off good, but then you Thank give me the right people. <laughs> yeah, we you hanging, mean I need the cast. We hanging buses off a of cliff. Yeah, <laughs> we are destroying parking. Or he really should be <laughs> parking garages. All his movies don't do no less than a billy. Hey, we pushing cars out of parking garages, yeah. being controlled by one person. <laughs> I'm having somebody stomp their foot and destroy a building. Uh-huh. <laughs> we having Vin Diesel ride a car off a uh-huh. mountain and get out of that destroyed car without a scratch. Best believe Dominic gonna crash in this plane and he's gonna catch on fire, but he walking out. He riding out. Oh, and Jason Statham? Yes. He has flying capabilities now, <laughs> and he is going to land inside this other plane. <laughs> yeah, we going to have Hobbs. He going to just bust his arm out of a cast uh-huh. at the climactic <laughs> point of the movie. <laughs> when if he wanted to, he probably could have did that at any other point. And, oh, you don't think he can just rip the jail cells, <laughs> the bars of the jail cell open? <laughs> he took the bench in the jail cell, ripped it out. <laughs> This Hobbs' Shaw movie is gonna be nuts. <laughs> he walked. They were shooting him. He was walking through them bullets. <laughs> he broke off the handcuffs. Uh-huh. He, he is a superhuman being. Yeah, they made the, just make this a superhero movie. Oh man, that is wild. <laughs> All right, moving on to we spoke about the Boba Fett movie earlier. They got their director now. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be James Mangle. You might That's know him good. from directing Logan and uh, the Wolverine. And uh, some um, movie, uh, something, 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 was it 1410, Yuma, or 14, whatever. Something like that. All right, so my question to you is, does that mean Hugh Jackman going to play Boba Fett? (laughs) That's possible. (laughs) I could see that happening. That would be sweet. I wouldn't wouldn't know they're going to get a big name. Veron, how much out-of-helmet time is Boba Fett going to have? Yeah. And are they going to get a big name for it? I don't... They would force some out of helmet time on him if they get a big, if they get a Hugh Jackman of the world. He's definitely not having that helmet on. And um, they should just do a voice, somebody doing the voice, and just somebody had or and just have his face covered up the whole movie. I mean, because we did see a young, uh, we gotta remember, we did see a young Boba Fett in uh, uh-huh. Attack of the Clones, and he, I forget what he looked like. He looked like an Indian. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little brownish color. Yeah, that, that, I, I, that's the one thing I remember him having some tint to him. Yeah, little uh, Mexican mixed with a uh, you know Native American. This is one where they can just completely change who he is, make him whoever, him make him white guy, make him black guy. I feel like he ain't gonna get his uh, helmet till like at the very end of the movie, like probably something happened to his face, yeah, like I burned or something, you know, just something wild. No, oh, so Ryan Reynolds can play him. <laughs> I didn't know Boba Fett was gonna be hilarious. Yeah. You can't keep Ryan Reynolds' mouth shut anymore. Yeah, they should really, they should give somebody a chance that you wouldn't expect to play him. Jamie Fox. I don't want. I don't. Really, I don't really <laughs> want Jamie Fox in some movies. <laughs> Jamie Fox's Boba Fett would, that be would be crazy. Wild. You gotta go. Army Hammer. Nah, nah Boba definitely Fett was short. Yeah, and Army Hammer and got. He he don't he can't do all the uh, big budgets yet. Johnny Depp. <laughs> No. Johnny Depp looks like that little kid. <laughs> this is the this is the type of action movie Johnny Depp. If you want to re get his career re off the ground off these old- Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal kill it. He would be good. You can go. Let's go play Bubble Fat. Uh, 
Taron Edgerton, whatever his name is. They both short. Yeah, he's small. Now I'm really interested. Are they going to get Josh, some? Where's Josh Hutcherson? Josh Hutcherson is up there with the Robert Pattinsons now. He, like, where you at? Robert Pattinson. I, don't, I can't see Robert Pattinson playing anything anymore. I don't, I don't know why I picture in like 10 years Robert Pattinson being one of those guys who in like CeeLo action movies shooting guns and whatnot. I hope not. <laughs> with that John Cusack and all that. <laughs> yeah, doing instead of these little indie movies he keeps doing. Yeah. John Hutcherson just doesn't do movies. Yeah. He's about to be, well, he's, I guess now he's part of the Seth Rogen plan. What is it? Yeah. Plan B click. <laughs> he's about to be in all day little mm. movies as little side characters. If Jane Franco allowed to make movies anymore, then. Dang. But James, did I feel, I feel like I saw James Franco in something recently. He had know. that movie, the, another great movie coming out. Will it come out? I ain't heard nothing about it. We, we might Yikes. maybe time it. will pass. I feel like it. Yeah, you probably just wait. Just give it a year. Wait it out. Stay quiet. Don't show yourself. Yeah. You got to be gone that whole year because they trying to get some other people out the paint. Yeah, and that brings us to our punishment segment. <laughs> I got mad nominees for this week, so we gonna we gonna have to break it down and see who's gonna mm-hmm. get it. First up, the movie Show Dogs, starring Will Arnett and Ludacris as this. <laughs> Ludacris is the voice of the dog. Will Arnett is the human. It's a buddy cop movie. It's at the theaters right now. If you ain't never heard of it, it probably makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <That's whack. laughs> I can't even imagine Ludacris's voice as that a is dog. Why? <laughs> Matter of fact, let me pull this trailer up. I never seen the trailer. It looks so trash. Just the screen grabs look whack. Alright, just don't want to play. Alright, I'll let this dude go ahead until this play. Right, I'm trying to bring up this link. Alright, so um this movie is nominated for punishment for this week because they are going back and editing a quote unquote troubling joke. That appears in this kids movie. Now let me read what this joke is. It's not funny, and it shouldn't have been in a kids movie. But I'm gonna just read it to you anyways. Where is that? All right. In the movie, there is one scene in which Max, which is played by Ludacris, is grabbed inappropriately, which then leads to a character telling him to relax and go to a zen place. <laughs> Though it is intended to be humorous, the scene is now being criticized for copying the same tactics tactics that child abusers use when, quote-unquote, grooming children. Uh. It uses a form of manipulation that involves telling them to pretend they are somewhere else. This gag is a becomes a running gag throughout the whole movie, and later the success of their investigation depends on Max's willingness to allow people to grab him inappropriately. Oh, so how'd they change this movie then? So, um, Global Road offered a public apology for the scene, insisting that they remain committed to providing quality entertainment for the intended audiences based on the film's rating and take these matters very seriously. They explained that the revised cut of the movie will become available as early as the coming weekend, which means this past weekend. That is crazy. Let me check this trailer out. Max is the best canine on the force. 
could have taken a bite out of crime. Oh my gosh. This case, a baby panda was stolen, and they're using the dog show as a front for animal smuggling. I'm working undercover. He'll have to be best in show. This? Luda? With the theater? Still in theater. Can't do it alone. I'm deputizing both of you. A team of crime fighters with license of course. to fight. So he's calling uh. all birds. <laughs> Why well, the chihuahua always Mexican? Uh-huh. Too easy. And fashionistas. Sashay away. Is it hot in here? They made that joke gay. From the director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua. You <laughs> like dog movies? I specialize in dog movies. George Floyd, Shaquille O'Neal. When did Gabriel Iglesias' name become Fluffy? <laughs> Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Roger Gosnell. That movie looked. Tra- I'd have been fired if it was on the Disney Channel. That looks horrible. If that was a, uh, a, in the DCU, <laughs> Disney Channel Universe. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that looked real whack. All right, so <laughs> they're nominated yeah. for going back and editing a joke in that, that movie. And now that's seeing the trailer. And yeah, the movie just being trash looking. Oh, man. All right, then next. Uh, next nominee is the lady accusing Morgan Freeman for sexually assault or sexual assault. Now, mind usually I'm all for y'all. You know, get these uh people, get these people for being all wild and whatnot. And nasty. We been knew Morgan Freeman was disgusting, but her reason was so crazy. <laughs> uh, oh man, I should have looked this up. Her story. All right. From all right, if I can't find it, from what I remember, because I was watching a clip of her talk about it so she was interviewing morgan freeman uh and the rest of the cast for was it going in style some old some movie where he was, it was either that or las vegas he was with some old people <laughs> and one of the other old guys might have been michael Caine, might have been somebody else he says something about he accidentally said somebody looked pregnant when they didn't and mind you the interviewer the lady she was pregnant at the time and she said morgan freeman looked at her up and down and was like <laughs> Wish I would have been there. So she felt like she was. <laughs> I sex- don't even know what that <laughs> means. <laughs> she felt she was sexually harassed, as if like he got a thing for pregnant girls or something. Uh, when I took it as he was just looking at you because you were interviewing, and he wished he was there to hear how what's his name embarrassed himself. <laughs> so just for that reason, sounding just crazy, like yeah, I'm all here for y'all. You know, telling y'all's truths finally, even though y'all getting a bunch of good people out the paint. Yeah. But that reason is wild. So she's up for it. I don't even know her name. Yeah, lady. I could look it up easily because it's right there. Um, all right, next, next person or group or whatever on or possibly on punishment is Sesame Street. Uh oh. For them suing the company behind Happy Time Murders. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you haven't seen the trailer for Happy Time Murders, it has a slogan that says, No Sesame, All Street. I mean, they didn't have to put that there. First, they asked them to take any reference of Sesame Street from from their marketing campaign. But I believe one of the guys who was behind one of these famous puppet things, if I could get this link up, 
like he he's behind well whoever was behind some of these other movies is behind this movie so they asked him like yo can you take any reference from sesame street off it was like nah and so now they (laughs) (laughs) now they suing him and they're saying the the complaint states that the promotion of happy time murders should succeed or fail on its own merits not on a cynical unlawful attempt to deceive and confuse the public into associating it with the most celebrated children's program in history it goes on to say that the film's marketing poses a threat and irreparable injury to Sesame's nearly 50-year brand that that it deliberately confuses consumers into mistakenly believing that Sesame is associated with Happy Time Murders. And then STX Productions, which is the people behind this movie, they was like, we love the idea of working closely with Brian Henson and Jim Henson uh, and the Jim Henson company to tell an untold story of the active lives of Henson puppets when they're not performing in front of children. So those guys, yeah, they're the people who were behind some of these other famous puppet movies. Yeah. Um, they said, Happy Time Murders is the happy result of that collaboration, and we're incredibly pleased with the early reaction to the film and how the trailer has been received by its intended audience. We're, while we're disappointed that Sesame Street does not share in the fun, we are confident in our legal position. We look forward to introducing adult moviegoers to our adorably unapologetic characters this summer. So, Sesame Street is being nominated for punishment for even though they have probably, you know, you probably don't want your brand associated with this R-rated thing, but calm down. Yeah. And then let it go. (laughs) And then last but not least, it's been a while, but DC fans (laughs) are on punishment for apparently being mad at Deadpool 2 for its Martha joke. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Where Ryan Reynolds, I believe, had to come out and say or defend the joke, saying, like, I didn't even write it, but it felt like it made sense in the scheme of things. But the Deadpool or the DC fans are saying, like, they're piling on on this movie and it's it was unnecessary and blase, 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 blah. Oh boy. All right, so your nominees for this week are Show Dogs, the movie. The lady accusing um, Morgan Freeman of sexual harassment. I think her name is Miss Mal- Miss Chloe Malas. Malice? Something like that. Um, Sesame Street or DC fans? So let's break it down. Show dogs or the lady accusing Morgan Freeman? Who would get it between those two? Miss Malas or show dogs? I'm going to go show dogs. All right. So show dogs or Sesame Street? I'm winning show dogs because show dogs got two things. <laughs> it got the having to take that scene out. No, it has the making the movie, which looks very whack. Putting that scene, it them scenes in there, which they suck, <laughs> and then having to go back and take them out. All right, all right. So show dogs going against DC fans. Now here's <laughs> that is the. St- at least show dogs made something and made a mess and tried to fix the mess, which was even messier. But DC fans was just delusional. <laughs> like y'all, this is a joke. That's taking sensitivity at a all new level. Yeah, you know what, DC fans, y'all deserve <laughs> it because that's ridiculous. All right, over a Martha joke, something that was bad in one of y'all's bad movies. <laughs> yeah, it was laughable in y'all's movie. It's going to be laughable in this movie. I think the whole crowd probably was like. <sighs> when they said Martha, I know I look. I looked at the screen and like I was. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I think I did giggle to myself. Like, 
I did one of those quiet, just wing back. <laughs> like, what? You know what? I was already not liking this movie. Now y'all just set it off so when, as soon as somebody asks me, was that movie good when I walk out of here, I can like, be like, nope. Nah. <laughs> There is a much better way y'all could have made a human connection between those two. Having the same name. (laughs) He resorted to, our mom's got the same name. And that's not even good enough for me. Nope. (laughs) That's just (laughs) stupid. Like, all right, cool. You got the same mom name. Whoop-de-freaking-do. You have a mom. That really is stupid. (laughs) Both our mom's name is Martha. Now back to me smashing your face in. (laughs) Right. He had uh, the the kryptonite spear ready to go into his chest. (laughs) And he said, save Martha. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't help that it was awful. It was actually or also written terribly. Yeah. So it took a terrible concept and was written even worse. <laughs> so, all right. So DC fans, you're on punishment for being a super sensitive and really just taking to heart the whack stuff that your movies throw out. That is crazy. Like, geez, like, it's whack. It would be different <laughs> if it wasn't, it was so-so, but that's literally one of the worst parts of that whole movie. So suck it up. That's what Dev will do. So go sit in the corner and start looking at your movies in the mirror. These movies that you ride or die for. Stop being sensitive about these good movies and go go hold the DC Universe yeah. accountable for some of the junk that it throws out. That's crazy. Even though, even though Justice League make more than Solo in the opening weekend, so... Both, both was under a hundred. A <laughs> hundred don't even seem like a lot now. It really don't. So the fact that you only got like eighty something million—that's kind of bobo. <laughs> All right. So, is it Rotten Tomatoes next? Let me see. I actually wrote. Yeah. All right. So we got to resolve. What is it? Just solo. There, where did that? Do we, we do? Is that the normal order? I have no clue. I just, this is, all right. After 100, everything will be mapped out. <laughs> I, well, I, I have like a, a template on my notes, and I even looking at it, I'm like. Uh-huh. That's right. why I just tried to look at the little <laughs> template I got on mine. I was like, nope. <laughs> like, it don't sound right. But. It looks out of order. <laughs> all right. So Solo Star Wars Story is the only one we got to resolve. So we did that one. I gave it an 80%, and you gave it a 84%. Dang it. So I'm pulling up Ron Tomatoes now. This thing kept going up and down, so I have no clue where it's at now. All right, so looking at it now. Oh, yeah, I'm not closer. It is sitting at a 70% on Ron Tomatoes now, giving me the victory there. Dang it. And that that puts me at a 14 to 13 lead. All right, this is a battle. This is going to go down to the wire. No Michael Michael B. Jordan. I mean, that's what's better. Nah. You know, teachers, huh? All right, so. I said the wire braces. Whack. So I'm glad you didn't say that. That was fire. Oh, did you see um, Johnny Knoxville's interview on Jimmy Kimmel? Uh-uh. That guy was listening to all the injuries that he suffered on Action Point. He said he had about four or five concussions. Dang. <laughs> his eye like popped out of his, <laughs> Lord. his head like once or twice. Got a couple of injuries, a couple of stitches. That is crazy. It's he literally did all the stunts that he did in that movie, and they was showing that one scene where he's on that little catapult and it throws him through like the the farm, the uh, the little barn, uh, <laughs> wood or whatever. And they was like, nobody even seen your face in this. You didn't have to do this. That's thing. what's crazy. This dude is going to die. He really is because <laughs> he does the stunts in all his movies, and this movie looks like crazy. 
He said he was doing like he was hanging on some bar. The bar came down and like he went. That's how he got one of the concussions. He was literally interacting with the bear that they had in the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, he just wants to die in these movies. I'm surprised. Well, this, these movies be set up where we just got to go enjoy it because we know he's actually doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why so he needs to go back to the basics and do it how he used to do. Don't yeah. do these scripted ones. That seems like that's what he's about to do. He's going to give you a little blend of me trying to kill myself slash scripted. And then I'm going to go if if this is a failed success. Go back to just running up in people's spots. Uh, him and Sasha Baron Cohen should do a movie together since their biggest uh-huh. movies are known for them just walking up in places and surprising people. Because I didn't know in Borat, I forget what scene they shot in Borat, but who was directing that? Somebody was originally direct. James wasn't, no, it wasn't James Mango. Tim Miller? It was one of these famous directors who was originally directing that movie. Dang. But they went into, was it, I forget what scene it was. That they really almost got like beat up because of some of the stuff that Sasha Baron was doing <laughs> that everybody didn't know he was shooting a movie. So the director was like, nah, I can't can't ride with this no more. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. So for this week or next week, we still got, was it a drift and action point to resolve? But this week we can do Oceans 8 Oof. first. So what are you giving Oceans 8? Let me do some quick research. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm going to get it. Because I didn't have a number fresh off the top of my head. One just popped in mind, but it was fairly low. And nice. I ain't going to dang gonna do them like that. I don't think it's going to be that whack. Um, I'm right. I got a number. I'm going at 67%. 67%. I was about to say it was between 48 and 63%. Yeah. Mine's 67 because I'm going high. I think very lowly of what this movie could be. <laughs> Should I do that to myself? I feel like 48 is kind of low for some reason. I don't think the, I don't think the movie gonna be all that enjoyable, but I'm going 48. If you you on 67, I'm you keeping it? I'm going 60 then. 60, all right. Nice solid 60 percent. I'm really taking a risk with this 48 percent because I do not. I just it doesn't don't look very good. I just don't see it being like 30. I'm starting to picture it being lower than, way lower than both of ours. <laughs> I will roll. Because I don't see anything good about it. Yeah, just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. All right, so next is Hotel Artemis. Get that. The first number that came to my head was 73. Let me see, should I stay with that? Dang, I usually don't have to do research, but the last, like, three movies... I've been doing a quick look over. I'm just about to go off this poster, and I'm about to give it a 38%. <laughs> the cast is good. I th- and I think that's what's getting to me. It's just this poster is throwing me off. It looked cheap. And it's a high-octane, it's a high-concept action thriller. Jodie Foster as the nurse. Jeff Goldblum as the Wolf King. Sterling K. Brown as Waikiki. <laughs> uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Honolulu. He does not look like somebody whose name would yeah. be Honolulu. This movie got Batista in it. Batista only does a little bit of whack movies. But it got Sophia Batella. Yeah. And she'd be seeing like she'd do a bunch of stinkers unless really it's Kingsman. Jeff Goldblum, Zachary It's got a lot of like people you recognize. Mm-hmm. People we're recognizing it. I'm going to stay confident. 70. All right, 70. Because Drew right. Pierce did uh, uh, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And that got about an 80%, I believe. All right, so this is one of the ones in a while where ours is off by, or the gap between ours is 
very different. So it's going to be interesting to see where this one falls. So I gave it a 38%. You gave it a 70 And for Ocean's 8, I went with a 48%. And you went with a 60%. Uh, I went high this week. All right. So what is next? Is it Blu-rays or is it... What we're seeing? I think it's Blu-rays. He said All there's right. none for this week? Yeah, there's one, and then I'll come up with a throwback. All right, the one for this week is Annihilation starring Natalie Portman. I don't ever want to see that movie again because it was very whack in my opinion, even after I read what it was actually about, because if you see the movie, it's very confusing, and you're like, <laughs> what in the world did I just watch? <laughs> but part of me, if ever given the, ch- given the chance, oh, let me just watch this movie knowing what I know now. But I'll just leave it as a never see again. Never see again. And all right, for a throwback this week, I'll give you the option. You can either do something that is a two-film collection and come with two movies, or you can do a DC five-film collection. Which option would you want me to read the movies off for? And you can tell me how you I feel. The two-film collection. Okay. All right, the two. Just to tell you what was in the five DC film collection, you had Justice League, Wonder Woman, Batman vs Superman, Man of Steel, and Suicide Squad. How much is that? I have no clue. <laughs> Even I have most of those. Not most. I only have. Let's see if they got a price for this. It's sixty dollars. All right, chill out. <laughs> All right, but in your two-film collection, you got. Run All Night, and you have Unknown, starring Liam Neeson. As a whole, uh, that's... For $15. That's tough, because Run All Night was like, I believe... I think I actually wrote a review of that on my blog, icmovies.wordpress.com, where you can also catch a, or catch a bunch of other reviews, like Pacific Rim Uprising, Isle of Dogs, uh, quick, a quiet place, and a bunch of others, but I believe I put that as like might rent or stream, but unknown was so whack to me <laughs> that I would just put it as a whole. As I don't mind never seeing any of those again. Yep. All right. So that's the Blu-rays for this week. All right. What movie are you trying to see before next episode? Most likely be Han Solo. If I see it tomorrow or not is up in the air. No, Anna George Kendrick. Clooney. <sighs> Mine was better. Yeah, but my actor was better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't argue that. Uh, I got interest in uh, uh, that Upgrade movie with, with uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude that looks looks like Jai Courtney a little bit. Let me look at this. Uh, I don't think I know what this movie is. It's that movie uh, that that your boy was his name Lee Lai, Winnell. Lee Winnell. Yeah, oh, he that, wrote that he uh, directed. Right. Well, then I gotta look this up. See what this is all about. Yeah, it's oh. one of them human body upgrade them to like a robot movies. Oh, okay. Well, I've never heard of it, but I'll definitely want to check it out whenever yeah. I get a chance. Uh, me personally, I would like to see if I don't see Solo again, which I'm gonna try to do. Um, it'd really be a toss up between Jump what's ball. left, Action Point, um, Adrift of Drift, of course, because I got my girl Shailene Willie in it. Um, <laughs> you can go see Book Club. No, I am not a hundred years old. Uh, Show Dogs is for sure an option. <laughs> I mean, if I was still working at a movie theater, it would definitely be an option just to <laughs> laugh at it. Then you still got, uh, you know, breaking in with Dwayne Wade's wife. Even though I don't want to see that movie, I know oh, people yeah. want to see that movie. So that's, oh yeah, and I still want. I want to see. Uh, I almost saw 
I was thinking about going to see in Disobedience with Rachel Weeze Wise, whatever. Oh her yeah, name I forgot. Is. That's one of them type of movies we would have seen back in, in school days when mm-hmm. we saw like Stoker and uh, yep, they got that uh, uh, Killer vibe. Joe. Who else? Oh yeah, and Rachel McAdams. Their little uh, lesbian love story, as yeah. everybody likes to call it. So I want to. Movie looks weird. It looks like it could either be boring or it could be interesting. <laughs> so I want to. I might possibly see that. All right. All right. So is it who sucks? Is it? I have no clue. I guess, I guess that's how the show ends. Wait, what did you say? No. Oh yeah, I said I have no clue, no game. <laughs> I didn't want to say board game because I'm not necessarily sure if there's a board involved. I want my punchlines to be exact. And that was horrible. Anyways, Jai Courtney sucks. Mm-hmm. Theo James sucks. Yep. Almost said Logan Lerman. <laughs> Where <laughs> are you? Taylor Kidd sucks. Ronnie Malco sucks. You used to be standing for Logan Lerman on this podcast. Nah, get a only, big role. I just wanted him to have a role. He, he got nothing. Right. He used to just be superhero roles. Yeah, that was, now, now it's over. Now I just got to make sure ATJ is good. I got to type in Logan Lerman and see what he's, <laughs> yeah, what he's I mean, been doing. Logan Lerman typing time. Because he, he has had to not have done a movie in years. L O G A is he dead? He should be on Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> Dang, I like Play how I typed this in and it all disappeared. Played a high school student. I want to see next season of Thirteen Reasons Why should have Lucy Hell and Logan Lerman on it. If they do a next season, uh, yeah, you just got to see the last episode because yeah. it puts people in predicaments. Logan Lerman, 26 years old. He is very young. <laughs> He's probably going to get his master's degree or something. All right. He was in What Women Want. What Women Want. What Women Need. All right. Let's see his recent times. I'll go to 2010. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. I'm a girl, Alexander Dario, and your boy, uh, Bishop T. <laughs> Jason, Jacob, Jason, Justin, Chatwood, Justin T. Justin Jackson, T. Brandon T. Jackson, Brandon T. Jackson. Then 2011, The Three Musketeers. Then 2012, oh, he does one movie a year, The Perks of Being the a Wallflower. Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's the original 13 Reasons Why. Then 2013, Stuck in Love. 2013, what? Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Now tell me why. He was a butterfly flight. There was there was only two Percy Jacksons. Mm-hmm. There should have been two at that. It was lucky there was two. Then the following year he did Noah. Boo. He did Noah and Fury in the same year. Fury was great. Nothing in 2015. Then 2016 Ignandation. That sounds boring. Uh, then then a whole year later he did uh, the Vanishing of Sydney Hall. All right, so he's doing indie movies now. And then nothing until this year, which he's doing. Sergeant Stubby, an American hero. <gasps> and then I, <laughs> I thought this was going to be a real actual war movie. And this is a CGI animated cartoon movie about a dog. And then he got end of sentence. <laughs> Logan Lerman. He fell off. <laughs> okay, where's the fallout point? 2014. It can't be Fury. He did a good job in Fury. So it was 2014 after Fury. He fell off because he was already only doing one movie a year. Logan Lerman. That's crazy. I, I, I know he got some TV shows. Yeah, he um, should be doing like something on HBO or something. Get, get you a Netflix joint. Everybody can get a Netflix show. I mean, when you look at it, I'm looking at uh, Derek Luke. 
Like you were supposed to be that next dude after yeah. uh, Antoine Fisher. But yeah, seeing his performance on here, he can be back if he wants to. Right, I, I think work out. Yeah, I think Biker Boys really killed him. Let me look at Derek. Look. <laughs> Biker Boys. <laughs> that was that era where there was at least ten biker mo- that motorcycle movie movies. That had uh, Zoe Kravitz's mom in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's forty-four years old. I don't like his Wikipedia picture. <laughs> yeah, who put that as his picture? Yeah, disrespectful. His first movie, obviously, we all know. Classic. Fisher, he got him a BT award. Then he did. <laughs> <laughs> then he did. No, you put on when you got the BT award. Then he did Pieces of April, Biker Boys, Spartans. See? He did. Oh, he, Fri- did. he jumped too soon. <laughs> Friday Night Lights, Glory Road, Catch a Fire, Lions and Lambs, or Lions for Lambs, Definitely Maybe, Miracle at St. Anna, Notorious. Uh, he tried. He tried Ma- a Miracle at St. Anna, but failed. Medea goes to uh, jail. Tyler Perry killed him. He's back. Captain America, he the first took Avengers. a two-year gap to get back, and yeah. that's where the fall off All right, that, but that makes sense. He was like, all right, time to reassess. Let me get me in this little Marvel movie. It's the third of the And die. And then he's gone. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Sparkle. Uh, Baggage claim. Uh, Alex of Venice. What? Supremacy. Sight Unseen and the last movie he did was in 2015. Oh, yeah, he was Ryan Rose's little buddy in Selfless. Selfless. <laughs> Dang. Derek? Come on. You got the skills. Yo, act, your agent sucks, Derek Luke. He got the skills to pay the bills. It's either Look at the posters for the movies he's done. Biker Boys is what killed him. It was Biker Boys. He did that too soon after Antoine Fisher. He tried to get. He, Didn't he, but he recovered a little bit. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. Is Friday Night Lights the movie even as good as the TV show? There had to be a reason they made it into a TV show. True. I hope. Definitely, maybe. That's his boy. Ryan Reynolds was his boy. I don't even remember him. Definitely, maybe. But then he bounced back. He did a good job playing Sean Puffy Combs. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Madea. Oh, my Uh, God. What about TV? Oh, yeah. And uh, a couple episodes of Roots. (laughs) He was on Moesha. In uh, the Unsolved TV show that Biggie and Tupac murders. Uh, what's his name? Who played? Uh, what's his name? He was in the uh new edition story. He played the one singer. It's a singer who played a singer. I have no clue. What is his name? Cause he played uh, Puffy in that one. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know what's happening no more. Derek, look, come on, man. Uh, and uh, yeah. Nina Dobrev sucks And shout out to Ansel Elgert Shout out to her, her CBS or NBC TV show She got yeah, coming She keep bouncing back Bungie Bungie cord. Cord. Okay. Yep you were about to say it Anyhow This is Oh we didn't even say our name Another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Podcast You already know it is your boy Leo Archibald Young Denzel, O'Shea Bretson the third, uh, Slim Nady, okay, Slim Pickens Nebron James, Nanos Nade Wilson, Nolo uh, Nera uh, Oh my gosh <laughs> Nando uh, Who else I is Rolly Man I really I was watching something else recently I already mentioned the show. They hit you with the AKAs. I'm so... Hey, they be just making me want to re- de- relinquish yeah, my we AKAs. About to, we about to come out with something else. Yeah. Uh, reinvent but, the game like I reinvented the wheel. 
What? Huh? Anyways, <laughs> it's Joaquin Pennyworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kanye Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka Terry Hightower, aka Chevy K, aka the FPG. Tell me what that means in the comments, aka Uncle Hami, aka the Word Bender. AKA, you know what, sweet lady, Whoa. would you be my? Sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a football. <laughs> I nailed it. Hammer. Um, Netflix show. That's kind of funny. Okay. All right, I guess uh, nothing left to do but say, yeah. Is that even how the show ends? And then you say Usher, and then I say movie theater? No, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> you usually say herpes, but. And then I say Usher, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I say that was whack, and then I say 100. And I say what I got on my test. Yeah, nope. And then-